time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 146. Are you experienced pandemic fatigue? You know, we're in a global epidemic of fatigue and exhaustion, which really leads to our fear, our anxiety, our anger, and even depression. And it seems like it's also taking hold of our health and happiness. In today's episode, I'd like to really talk about stress and its impact on our energy systems, our adrenal thyroid connection, and how that relates to fatigue, and some lifestyle tips to how to turn this around. So as I mentioned, you know, there's many people that are coming to me, many of my clients, they come to me and they say they're fatigued, they're exhausted, they feel anxious. And these are, this is very common for right now with all that's really happening in our pandemic environment. And it is indeed taking hold of our health and happiness. You know, I get asked, why am I so exhausted all the time? How do I revitalize myself, restore, renew my natural energy? Isn't there anything that I can do? And it's not as simple as I'm going to take a certain supplement or eat a certain food or behave a certain way. You really need to be have a systematic approach and a lifestyle that supports being, you know, a vitalized body and actually a mind that's able to come back what we term come back home. But let me take a few tips from, you know, my new book, Return to Radiance, for those that you are new to the podcast. And that focuses on actually building energy and revitalizing our mind and body. And I'm going to take some uh, material from that and talk about it in a more general way. You know, we're spending so much time in the fear mode that our organism, our our human organism here, is severely impacted, not to mention what's happening in the rest of nature. So we're just going to talk about you today. You know, we operate based on if we feel safe or not. That's really the root of everything. Safety is the key word here. When we feel unsafe, we send signals throughout our nervous system affecting all our cellular mechanisms. So that impact of stress on our health is a myriad and it's far reaching. And, you know, how could we not be feeling it right now? I mean, as if we're keeping up with our own life demands, we have that going on. We're worried about the big global issues, the economy. Things are run politically now as they always have been, but it seems more obvious now. Everything is politicized. We have safety to look at. We have you know, health of the planet as we depend on the planet, the foods, the water supply, there's a lot to deal with. And on top of that, there are so many hidden stressors affecting our health. We have toxin exposures. I'm not being negative here. I'm just laying the, f- the framework for that. Insults, insults that have happened to our own microbiome that helps us digest and get the nutrients we need to nourish our brain and our whole organism. We have difficulty even getting good enough quality of sleep if we even have time to sleep, right, or rest. 
Well, because each of us is living, breathing, and we are a complex whole organism, our whole life, one aspect is affected, it ripples to many other aspects, and our internal ecosystem is impacted. And so today I'd like to just focus on the very specific impact of stress on you know, one of our glands that has enormous influence on our metabolism and weight and mood and hormones, and that's our thyroid. So I'm going to connect it into thyroid. I just happened to have someone that I spoke to this week that was talking about thyroid and it gave me an idea. Hey, maybe we should be talking about this because it's on several people's minds. You know, the important takeaway here is that while stressors may be you know, a part of our, you know, chronic, chronic in our lives right now, there are things we can do to rein it in and it doesn't have to take a total, a total toll on our health. And so we need to really look at this. So there's things we can do that'll work on this. But first, let me talk about our hypothalamic pituitary axis. And that's what we get when we're under stress or it's our innate alarm system. You know, we are wired for survival, as I mentioned. Whenever we have fear, we're wired that way. So it's nothing to be embarrassed about. We want to feel safe and protected. Everything stems from that root. Because when we're unsafe, we experience stress. When you experience stress or any threat to your well-being, your brain goes into high alert, even if we're not aware of it. Like when we're watching a television show or on the internet and we're eating, for example, and we're seeing something that's violent, there's a subconscious, if not conscious, alarm that goes off, you're not safe. All those little cells that are trying to help you digest food and protect you, your immune system, are in high alert and you're not going to get what you need. But the threats and dangers that are largely done, what happens is when we feel those threats and dangers, we're rapidly mobilizing our energy. You know, all our cells are awake. We want to escape it. We want to get rid of, we don't want that hazard, that hazard, that alarm to really happen. Like, okay, our life is in danger here. And it's that extreme that allows the body to come into this super vigilant state and take care of ourselves. You know, you've heard the story when someone, you know, you've heard stories of people lifting heavy things if they see, like say a tree fill, falls on someone and everything comes in their power and they're able to lift something heavy like a car or a tree or something to help that person. That's the level of power that's in when we, when we think about a hazardous situation. So the warning system is activated in two small parts, and that's called, that part of our brain is the amygdala. That's our emotional brain, and it's like a surveillance camera. It scans all the time to see if there's danger. That's that vigilance I'm talking about. You know, for anybody who's grown up, let's say in a hostile household, we're always vigilant with what might happen to me, or if you're in a hostile work environment, anything that's going to feel threatening to you. It's our alert system, our 911 call. And it sends a message out to our adrenals, right? The HPA access that I just spoke about. And that's where your adrenaline and cortisol act like the first line of defenders, our ambulance service to respond. So we create that fight and flight or freeze reaction. 
and that gets the body ready to deal with possible inflammatory problems that are coming down the pipeline. So it's really a great system. It's an elegant system. And it gets triggered, as I said, by an actual threat or what we perceive a threat to be. And that helps us avoid danger or an emergency, something that might be truly life-threatening. But on the other side, our modern life is keeping most of us in this chronic state activated most of the time. Just turn on the news and you'll see that activation happen almost instantaneously. And, you know, we don't, do I really need to go over some of the situations that keep us in this chronic survival mode? Maybe I should. I would say a stressful home situation or a relationship, financial stress, which we're seeing now, fear around our immune system, not to have, we don't have confidence in our immune system with COVID. We have being home, possibly that shouldn't be as stressful as it is, but when it's not our normal routine to go out and be about, it can produce stress. When, um, when we are eating foods, stressful foods that are giving us a stressful life, like sugar, snacking, eating all the time, because we can't deal with our own self. They're all real stressors and they activate our HPA access. And even more activating is if you've been let go. Your job has been closed down, you've been let go. You've experienced relationship trauma as a child or an adult. And you've had financial stress or other stresses that have happened. And this week and last week, I've had people call me with real stressful events pets dying, parents not doing well, children not doing well, loss of a job, all the things that I just discussed. I'm not usually a doom and gloomer because I always like to look at there's positivity in everything. If we look at that, we can actually ride this out because there's always light where there is darkness. And that's my motto because there's always duality. When we're chronically activating our HPA axis, though, we have to put a hold on that because we're always in the survival mode. So I wanted to give you that background and a little bit of science to say, well, that's physiologically happening. Now to override it as it's happening is more difficult than not having it happen in the first place. So let's do a little assessment though. How do you know if you are chronically stressed? Well, it's obvious if you're reacting, if you feel anxiety, depression, but there's other things. You might be putting on weight. You might have difficulty falling asleep. You might have episodes of low blood sugar. You may have insulin resistance. And you may also have poor mental function, concentration, memory problems. But many, many people don't really say, maybe you're irritable, angry, anxiety. You're feeling wired, hopeless. I like to look at the mental aspect because I think the mental aspect actually feeds the physical aspect. So it's important to really look at what is your emotional intelligence telling you? What are you? What are your emotions? What are you feeling? I find that myself when I'm irritable, it's when I'm tired. And why am I tired? Well, I might have had some stress thoughts, you know, I might have had the same thoughts that you have. So if we can look at that and learn to digest them and acknowledge them, embrace them, we can move on from them. 
So I mentioned that I would talk about the adrenal thyroid connection and why the thyroid, because our thyroid performs hundreds of metabolic happenings in our body. It's our butterfly shaved gland in the front of our neck. And I just happened to have a few dental visits recently and they want to take x-rays, x-rays, x-rays. And you know, it's right around where that thyroid is sitting. So you have to be cautious of that. Of course, I got the x-rays that I needed, but I also wanted to have a shield put on and made sure it was high enough to take care of that. Why? Because our thyroid really is in charge of thousands of essential functions related to our growth, our metabolism, our hormonal control, and helping us utilize and conserve energy, uh, whatever we need at the time. So whether we're under prolonged or reoccurrent chronic stress, our adrenal system tells our body to conserve energy, right? That makes sense, rather than expend. And it does this because you wanna divert energy away from anything that's like digestion or our sex drive towards handling an emotional system that our brain perceives as threat. So you see that our body can't really work in balance when we're under stress because what happens is it shunts the processes that are going to be used, our hormonal processes like our thyroid and our sex hormones that are really going to nourish us and help us live with full vitality if we're under stress because it shifts our energy and expending energy like our active metabolism, our reproductive functions that I just mentioned and our sex drive, we're gonna shunt that. We're not gonna allow that to really be nourished because we're under stress. And what happens is it slows our metabolism down and we get weight gain, exhaustion, and fatigue. So cortisol puts basically a hold on our thyroid function. It's almost like an automatic stop on your bank account to protect you from overdrafting. The problem is a slow thyroid not only makes you feel, wow, what's life all about? But it causes you to feel exhausted, depressed, sluggish, and much bigger symptoms that really affect our well-being, our physical comfort, and even our long-term health. So how can we turn this around? I promised you I would talk about some tips. We have to remove what's causing the problem. Everyone knows what's causing their stress, especially if you don't, come and see me privately, and I will, in a half an hour, I can tell you what's causing your stress and help you turn that around. What's causing your stress? And it's usually things that are related to outside activities, things that have come in our, our field of vision and reality, you know, and we don't know how to really work with them. And there's a way to work with everything. Believe me, there's a way we could turn everything around. But we want to have the initiative to say, I want to remove what's causing the problem. That's what Return to Radiance is all about. You know, what do we really need to do to walk on our journey so that we're in control of our own life and the potential that we have to really live, to step into our own light, to reclaim our mind and shine and let others shine and feel that shine and learn from us and be with us. Because ultimately we all wanna help others in the outside world. We all wanna serve, all of us, and that's where our happiness comes from. 
And then after we remove what's causing the problem, we want to restore function. Those that took my resilience training with me, we know we're going to restore function. And that's what happens when we restore function, our radiance shines. It's our true nature. We need to learn to breathe correctly, rest correctly, and nourishment. Nourishment is really big. Everybody thinks they could find it on the internet. Eat this food, take this herb, and I could nourish myself. Nourishment goes further than being skin deep. It requires having a mind that's reclaimed, brought back home. And meditation and its practices, I always say and its practices, are the tools. Everyone wants to meditate, which is the lovely, lovely initiative. However, there are steps that actually prepare you for meditation. And our quick fix society doesn't really teach those quick fix steps. So it's really important that we have the proper steps put into place, like diaphragmatic breathing. That's number one. When to eat, how to eat. All of those prepare the mind for total nourishment. And then guess what? You just step right into a meditative mind. The fear goes away, the anxiety goes away, the worry goes away, and you're able to enjoy and have the energy, even if we're in a pandemic, even if we have political fatigue, we have internet fatigue, we have just fatigue from just the environment in a state of worry. We can lift ourselves up, everyone. I know we can. And I'm here to serve. And that's what the podcasts are here for. Let me serve in the way that I know best so that you could just get that spark of enthusiasm to lift yourself up and overcome the fatigue. And really, that's what it's all about. It's how can we all serve each other? We come together collectively, all of us, and lift ourselves up into a state of light, step into our own light. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And if you want to be contacted for the episode, of course, sign up on susantaylor.org. It comes out weekly. And if you have any questions, comments, I'm getting comments now and I enjoy them. You could even put comments on YouTube, the YouTube channel where we post all the podcasts. I love to hear from you. The more we have in the community, the more people are subscribing, the more Google will actually say, hey, there's something to be said here. Pass it along. It's very, very useful because we have to all step into positivity now with an optimism, with a little bit of optimism. And if we all can do that together and we could all support each other with that, we could move on. So we do come out every week with a podcast and I encourage you, please participate just by saying you like it or send in a question, a comment. And until next time, as I always say, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment. <laughs>